0: Hello, hello, hello. It's Sunday School time. This is Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries right here on the World Wide Web. This is our podcast, and this is the Sunday School Lesson for the 14th of February, 2021. And our topic is How to Recognize a True Disciple, How to Recognize a True Disciple, and this is a great lesson today, and we're in John the 16th chapter, the 12th through the 22nd verses, and we'll go to our Bible scripture, I think I have it pulled up, I thought I had it pulled up, we'll go to the scripture here, which is John, St. John the 16th chapter, 12 through the 22nd verses, and let's just go right there, to Bible Gateway. Valentine's Day. So Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, But but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again, a little while, and ye shall see me, because I go to the Father. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he saith unto us, A little while, and ye shall not see me? And again, a little while, and ye shall see me, and because I go to the Father. They said, Therefore, what is this that he saith a little while? We cannot tell what he saith. Now Jesus knew that they were desirous to ask him, and said unto them, Do ye inquire among yourselves of that? I said, a little while, and ye shall not see me, and again, a little while, and ye shall see me. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. A woman, When she is in travail, hath sorrow, because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. And ye now therefore have sorrow. But I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you." And that is our scripture. That's St. John, the 16th chapter, the 12th through the uh, 22nd verses. And our bible uh, verse is, When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. It's John 16 and the 13th verse. John 16 verse 13. And now for my prayer. Dear God, as I stand or sit before you and speak, I pray to you that my soul you will keep. And if I should die before I finish, I pray that any outstanding sins will be forgiven. Amen. And will go into our commentary. This is the L.G. Parkhurst Jr. version of the Sunday School Lesson, which is based on the International Sunday School Lesson. It's based on the International Sunday School Lesson. And we're talking about how to recognize a true disciple. How to recognize a true disciple. Jesus could have told his disciples all the details about his arrest, flogging, crucifixion, death and burial prior to his resurrection from the dead, but Jesus knew that in their present state of anxiety they could not bear to learn these facts. He could have explained the meaning and purpose of his atoning sacrifice for sinners, but Jesus decided that the Holy Spirit could remind them of what he had taught them that they did not understand at the time and reveal new truths and meanings after he ascended into heaven. Jesus' policy and that of the Holy Spirit seems to be revealed in this verse. Jesus will not tell his true disciples any more about themselves, others, or the future than they can bear. Jesus will not give any of his disciples any more than they can handle with the help of the Holy Spirit. So the fact that Jesus is the truth and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth indicates that when Jesus' earthly work in the flesh was finished, that the Holy Spirit Would come and carry on the work of God the Father and God the Son, the redeeming and sanctifying work of God through the Son and the Spirit within Jesus' disciples, then and forever. Jesus walked beside his disciples when he walked with them on earth. Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would walk. And now walks within his disciples. The Holy Spirit lives inside Jesus's disciples, and the Spirit uh, teaches. It teaches Jesus's disciples from within them. And I will repeat that: the Holy Spirit lives inside Jesus's disciples, and the Spirit teaches Jesus's disciples from within in them the holy spirit then and today lives closer to Jesus' disciples that jesus could himself because on earth jesus could only live and work beside his disciples now there's a typo here so i'm going to read it correctly okay it has that but it should have then the holy spirit then and today lives closer to Jesus' disciples than Jesus could himself because on earth, Jesus could only live and work beside his disciples. The Holy Spirit would also teach Jesus' disciples more about the future. And so we can see that especially in the book of Revelation. So today, the Holy Spirit interprets and applies the meaning of the bible for Jesus' disciples the book written by jesus's first generation disciples as the holy spirit led them he still works within jesus's disciples the holy spirit will come into the true disciples of jesus christ as peter taught in acts 2 verse 38 after some of people in the crowd believed that Jesus is both lord and christ and that they had crucified him directly or indirectly with their approval peter said unto them repent and each of you be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So today the Holy Spirit will guide Jesus' disciples into all the truth when he explains and applies what the Bible teaches to those who study the Bible with the intention of obeying Jesus in everything he taught in the Bible. Today The Holy Spirit teaches Jesus' disciples whatever the Father and the Son want want to talk to Jesus' disciples. Now, these will be truths that further explain, illustrate, and apply the words of Jesus in the Bible. Today, the Holy Spirit will declare some things that will happen in the future to prepare Jesus' disciples for that future. The Holy Spirit will never teach anything contrary to what the Bible teaches because the Holy Spirit will not contradict or deny what he inspired the writers to write in the Bible. It will never ever happen. That will never happen. The Holy Spirit will never contradict or deny okay what he has already said now the disciples of Jesus must discern the spirits as John taught in first John the fourth chapter verses 1 through 3 and this is what it is beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not come from God. Let me say that part again, okay? First John 4, fourth chapter first through third verses. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that. It is coming, and now it is already in the world. The Holy Spirit will never approve what God has commanded people not to do in the Bible. Now, this is a point that you should really, 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 we should really take to mind, okay? The Holy Spirit will never approve what God has commanded people not to do in the Bible. It never ever, as one of my professors at college said, never ever, you won't do it. The Holy Spirit will not, con- uh, what is it, uh, contradict or deny, okay, what has been taught. The Father glorified the Son, and the Son glorified the Father, when they revealed the truth about each other to the disciples and all who would come to saving faith in Jesus Christ by receiving the truths Jesus revealed. As the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus Christ by revealing and rightly applying the truth of the Bible inside the mind and heart of true believers in Jesus. The Holy Spirit helps Jesus' disciples understand the Bible's teachings and apply them to their lives so they can obey and serve Jesus courageously and faithfully as they love and live for Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit will keep teaching the truth as Jesus taught the truth and the truths he teaches will be consistent with what Jesus taught when he walked on the earth. The Holy Spirit will never contradict the commands or the teachings of Jesus Christ in the Bible. Never ever. okay? Never ever. Now, Jesus is the only begotten Son of the Father, and the Father loves Jesus and has given him everything. Think deeply about these words of Jesus. Jesus said, all that God has is mine. Everything that belongs to God the Father, which includes everything beyond whatever God has created, belongs to Jesus and the Father together. The Father has an almighty, divine, and holy nature, and so does Jesus Christ, his son. For any mere man to make such claims would be outrageous and obviously false. The fact that God raised Jesus from the dead after he was crucified, dead, and buried indicates that Jesus told the truth about himself and his relationship with the Father and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit declares and imparts to Jesus' disciples everything they need to know about Him as the way, the truth, and the life, and the things that are to come. The Holy Spirit gives them the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control you can find that in galatians the fifth chapter the 22nd through 23rd verses the fact that jesus's first disciples received and did bear and his disciples today still receive and bear the spirit's fruits and gifts also indicates that jesus told the truth about himself and could do all he said he would do see Ephesians the fourth chapter 11 through the 13th verses for a list of some of the Jesus gifts to the church okay now following the principle that Jesus declared to his disciples in John 16 12 Jesus did not tell them in advance what he would later explain to them. For example, after his resurrection, Jesus met some of his disciples on the road to Emmaus, and after he left, they said to one another, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? We can see that in Luke, the 24th chapter, the 13th through 35th verses. Now, after Jesus ascended into heaven, the Holy Spirit explained Jesus' words and works even more to his disciples. As Jesus spoke to them in John the 16th chapter, we know that in a little while, Jesus would be arrested, crucified, and buried, and they would no longer see him we also know that in a little while what jesus foretold them did happen jesus rose from the dead and they saw him today the disciples of jesus do not see jesus face to face but they rejoice as the holy spirit indwells them they will rejoice even more when they see jesus face to face and begin to live forever with him, and all who love him. Oh my Lord, that's gonna be a great day, hallelujah. Now, of course, the disciples would not have understood all Jesus said. Jesus only intended to tell them enough for them to remember that what he promised did happen, and he spoke truthfully. They did not understand what Jesus would do or how Jesus would go to go to the Father. And there's a typo right there. They did not understand what Jesus would do or how Jesus would go to the Father. They did not know why Jesus would want to go to the Father. They would only learn many things after the Holy Spirit came to teach them from within. In them. By essentially repeating John, the 16th chapter and 17th verse, Jesus showed that he knew that these questions had led to considerable discussion among them and that they may have speculated a great deal about what he meant even as his disciples today would have done if they were there. Certainly, today. Many of Jesus' disciples often wish Jesus were visibly present with them, even though the Holy Spirit dwells within them and gives them joy. Oh, are we really ready to see Jesus face to face? I would love to be ready to see him and I want to see him in peace as as my friend evangelist would say <laughs> so we'll all see him face to face but when we all see him in peace my Lord that is loaded the key is to see him face to face in peace Whew, my Lord Jesus indicated that well excuse me John indicated that Jesus did not ask his question because he lacked knowledge. Jesus knew what they were talking about and he wanted them to know that he knew what they were talking about. Jesus exactly repeated what they were talking about so they knew he was not speculating about what they might have been thinking and talking about based on what he said. Had told them. Jesus told them what they needed to know without telling them more than they could bear. Verily, verily, meant this is certain, certainly so, this is indeed the case, and this certainly will happen. Today some might use the expression, mark my words. All Jesus foretold them Did happen. As Jesus suffered crucifixion, his followers at the foot of the cross wept and mourned and felt pain. When Jesus was buried, those who buried him and those who knew that he had really died wept and mourned and felt pain. Those of this world, the religious leaders for example, rejoiced that rejoiced that they had silenced Jesus and had scattered his band of followers. They rejoiced that they would never hear any more from Jesus or his disciples, but Jesus went on to foretell that the disciples pain would turn to joy. They would suffer when they could no longer see Jesus, but they would rejoice when they saw him again. Knowing the rest of the story, we know that the world did not silence Jesus or his followers. The religious leaders and others of this world did not rejoice for long with the thought that they had killed Jesus. Remember what happened on the day of Pentecost when Peter preached in Acts, the second chapter, the 36 through thirty-seventh verses? Therefore, let all the house of israel know for certain that god has made him both lord and christ this jesus whom you crucified now when they heard this they were pierced to the heart and said to peter and the rest of the apostles brethren what shall we do then peter told them in acts the second chapter, the 38th verse, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And on that day, about 3,000 persons became disciples. Oh my God. Oh, that is wonderful. Jesus then compared their sorrow and joy to the sorrow and joy of a woman giving birth to her baby. When Jesus died for them, they would experience pain and sorrow. But after Jesus rose from the dead, they would experience joy and new life. They would be born again or born anew. Their blessings would so outweigh their sorrow and pain that they would not remain sorrowful. They would become new people, new, courageous, spirit-filled disciples teaching about Jesus in the world. Today, having repented of their sins, Jesus' disciples live and love as new people as courageous spirit-filled disciples in the world who teach about the words and the works of Jesus. Hallelujah! Once again, Jesus promised them that their thinking about and later experiencing separation from Him, especially in the ways they would be separated by His death and burial, would cause them pain. However, He also promised that he would see them again and when they did see him their hearts would rejoice and no one could take their joy from them my lord so if we ask ourselves how jesus disciples could suffer and face certain death as they did because they followed him the answer lies in at least these three facts first The Holy Spirit dwelt within them. Second, they had the joy of Jesus within them. Third, nothing and no one could take their joy from them. Oh, that is so true. I am a living witness. After Jesus returned to his Father by ascending into heaven, we read about the disciples joy in Luke the 24th chapter the 52nd to 53rd verses and they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they were continually in the temple blessing God. Today with great joy Jesus' disciples trust Jesus and all Jesus's promises. Oh my God. That is so good. Oh my goodness. How to recognize a true disciple. If you got that, then you'll know when a person's a true disciple of God. Okay, now your questions for for your fun, your thinking and everything five numbers but sometimes they have more than one question in them okay number one what will the spirit of truth do when he comes to the disciples number two how will the spirit of truth glorify jesus number three why can or will the spirit of truth take what belongs to jesus and declare it to the disciples number five why would the disciples weep and mourn Then the next question, what would the world do as the disciples wept and mourned? Number five, what would happen to Jesus' disciples after their time and pain at the loss of Jesus? How to recognize a true disciple. And now we'll sum it up. How can we tell the true disciples of Jesus from his many followers in the crowds? Jesus' disciples believed his signs and what he said. They wanted to learn everything he taught. They wanted to be with him all the time, so they followed him wherever he went. They loved Jesus and wanted the best for him. They did what he told them. They took risks with him and suffered for him. Perhaps you can think of more characteristics, for Jesus' true disciples think and act like Jesus' first disciples. We know how Jesus treats his disciples by way the way he treated his first disciples. Jesus does not give his disciples more than they can bear or cope with at the time. Oh my God. God hears me before I even think because I wanted to cover this right here, what I'm saying. So there are so many people who misuse the people of God. There are so many people who treat them like merchandise, who treat them like slaves, servants under oppression. And it's just a shame. Oh my goodness, let me finish this. Whew. We know how Jesus treats his disciples by the way he treats he treated his first disciples. Jesus does not give his disciples more than they can bear or cope with at the time. Before his arrest, Jesus did not tell his disciples all the details about his trial and suffering on the cross, for he knew they could not bear it then. Jesus' disciples have the spirit of truth. With them and in them to guide them into all the truth they need to know. The Spirit, the Spirit, teaches Jesus' disciples what he hears from the Father and the Son, and Jesus's disciples can pray to the Father and the Son. The Spirit declares what Jesus' disciples need to know about the future. when Jesus' disciples weep, mourn and suffer pain, they know their pain will turn to joy. Because they know Jesus, their hearts rejoice in all circumstances, and no one can take the joy of Jesus from them. And you know I'm thinking about that song. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away oh my goodness and then there's the song that we sing in the church this is public domain joy bells keep ringing in my soul joy bells keep ringing in my soul And then they echo joy bells, joy bells, joy bells keep ringing in my soul, yes Lord keeps ringing in my soul, in my soul, yes Lord keeps ringing in my soul, in my soul, yes Lord. Yes Lord, yes Lord, keeps ringing in my soul, I'll stop there, hallelujah, enjoy your day, evening, morning, afternoon, night, whatever time it is, enjoy, I love you, you can reach me at 469-629-9543 or ggtchurch66 at yahoo.com, God willing, Sunday morning, I'll see you at 7 am. Let me hear from you. you can you can reach me in so many ways. you know that. I love you.